after you binge Beck and Soda's podcast. Binge on Fringe and save 25% on selected Fringe shows. Visit bankusa.com.au for more details. TNCs, ticket purchase limits and exclusions apply. Offer ends 17.03.24. I think they're a mix of calm and crazy. They're just fun. They're like a married couple. They're hilarious. SAFM Breakfast with Beck and Soda. Start listening. <laughs> Welcome to the Back Inside Podcast. So, have you ever had mm. a um, like a sliding doors moment, like a difference between oh, yeah. life and death? Yep, yep. Uh, well, I have actually. Um, many, many years ago, uh, our footy club went to Bali when the Bali bombings were on for a footy trip. Yeah. Um, and I busted my ankle at work the week before, and I've been to Bali, right? And you, you know what it's like in Bali. The last thing I thought I wanted to do was be walking around on crutches while you're on a footy trip because I thought it could only end in a disaster and little did I know that clearly it did end in disaster because that first night of the trip the boys were there in the Sari Club when the bombing went off and um, we lost a couple of friends in that situation and a couple of other mates went through you know some really life-threatening situations and uh, one of my best mates Juicer had some really severe burns which he is uh, you know thankfully recovered from but I suppose yeah that is a, a really sliding doors scenario. Yeah that's spooky well our secrets of the suburb which you're going to hear shortly is a very similar situation uh, a decision that was made that could have saved this person's life from being murdered, basically. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you're right. It is life or death. Um, it is one of the freakiest things, I reckon, that we've ever come across, certainly in the secrets of the suburbs. Yeah, well, let's uh, get into it, shall we? The podcast, Beck and Soda on SAFM. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. I feel a little um, awkward around you today, Soda. A little yeah, bit of A um, little bit of uh, tension because I um, had a dream about you last night. Yeah, oh, really? Not a... Was it... A Not nightmare? A, uh, well, yes. Well, it could have been. So we were catching a bus together, like a mm-hmm. Torrance Transit bus. I don't know where we were oh, yeah. going. We were weaving through the hills. Nice. And we, um, because we, uh, the cool kids, um, mm-hmm. were in the back seat. Of course back. we were at the back of the bus. Which yeah. I think is my teenage geekdom. So, you know, when I caught the um, K bus up in Blackwood, I was always up the front, usually carrying a musical instrument and alone. Yeah, well, and you were a nerd, weren't you? Yeah, and yeah. the well, still are. Some would argue. What, what was the instrument you played at school? Um, I played the violin very oh, badly. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then the hilltop hoods um, were lined up the back, and yeah, they weren't the hilltop that, hoods at the time, but those guys were on the bus. Well, they're legitimate cool kids. So if anyone should be sitting at the back exactly. of the bus, it's MC Pressure and DJ Suffer and whoever else they're called. Debris. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think in my dream, I try and be the person that I want to be. So we were sitting sure. up the back and then you um, removed my shoes. What? You took my shoes off. I can't remember yeah, what, what shoes. I think they were laces because you sort of fiddled around down there for a while. To give you a foot massage? Yes. And then you really? were rubbing my feet on the bus oh, wow. and I was like, I wanted to tell you to stop, but it felt really good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that was and the dream. Did, did we reach a destination in the bus? <laughs> um, yes, and then I put my oh, shoes dear. back on. and But you were, I was like, this is weird, but you were completely normal about it. Like yeah. you were not like this is going to go somewhere else or the bus is going to reach a final destination. It was like, I hope you liked that in a real like, cool, see you, have a good day, see you at work yeah. tomorrow. And I was like, what did it mean? Why well, did you rub my feet? 
just while I reach out over here, how does that no, feel? Oh, yeah, what does that feel like? Do that, no, 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 you like that? Oh, it's natural. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Right, Beck, uh, very obvious that my Achilles heel is anything to do with technology, social media and so forth. In fact, <laughs> yes. actually anything to do with computers frightens the hell out of me, right? Yeah. But you're going to be blown away. Anyone now that has an iPhone mm. and if you've got your iPhone in front of you, you're not driving or something, Get ready because uh, – actually, look, I'm not going to take the credit. I've got to give credit where it's due. Producer Lee showed me this this morning. Mm-hmm. Right, Beck? Yes. You are an iPhone connoisseur. I've got something that you'll know nothing about that's going to blow oh, your mind. Okay. Go to settings right now of your phone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, you know when you click on settings? Exit out of Instagram likes. <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. Um, scroll down to accessibility. It's sort of below general, down from oh, yeah, home got screen. It's got got a it? Gr- a white man in a green background. Hit the uh, accessibility, mm-hmm. right, and then scroll down a bit further, and it says touch, and it's just got the finger pointing. You got that? Mm. Right, hit yep, touch. Yeah, got it at the top of physical and yep. motor. Yep, I'm with yes. you. Yes, now scroll down to the bottom of that section and get to back tap. Back tap. Right, and hit that. Awesome. You've probably got it. It says back off at the moment. Says off, yeah. Yep, hit it to on. Right, what you can do is you can set. A, um, a standard or a mode to put your phone in by back tapping your phone with a double click and a triple click. Oh, volume, right. torch, anything. anything. So, for example, I've done my double touch is a screenshot and then you can do triple touch and oh, I've done camera. that as a camera. Camera's what I want. So, so I could just double tap the back well, of my phone and the camera would turn on for me. Well, do it. Get out of it now, right? Okay, Get out so of that I'm section go, now that okay, you've... Okay, I'm going camera. Yep, now double tap your phone on the back. Just two taps. What do you got? You, yeah. No, Beck, that's five taps. <laughs> yeah. Just the two. Oh! <laughs> you should have seen. Did it work? Oh, if only it was on ex- selfie, I would have seen myself. <laughs> Look that's at the excitement on your face. A game changer. Mm. Because good it also means that if somebody, you know, when you, well, you would never do this, but I do it all the time. <laughs> you yeah. hand your phone to someone to take yep. a photo, and then they're yes. like, what's your password? They yep. can just double tap the back and the camera will come straight up. Yep. <gasps> yep. So you can find all of the different functions of your phone on there um, and then you can decide which ones you How? put in and you can have your double tap and your triple tap. How good is that? What witchcraft? What, what happens yeah. if there's accidental taps? Not well, meant if, taps. Yeah, that's true. Well, if you do a double tap with your phone when you're not meant to be doing it, all it means it'll go to your camera if that's what your setting and is. And then triple tap. So that you can have two shortcuts. You can choose what you want for triple tap as well. I don't know what to do with that. I <laughs> yeah, don't know. Well, I'm overwhelmed. Can... How good's that, though? But you've got to be a bit careful because if it's like take a screenshot yeah. and you just do a little tap and in my screen. And you're searching for Drake's video or something. Well, I don't know anything about Drake's video. I showed it to you. But you know, I don't know anything about Drake's video. Just for the record, HR, I don't know who Drake is or what yeah, his video is. But careful. there you go. So settings, accessibility, touch, back tap, you're welcome. Oh. <laughs> you're welcome. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. We Fonzie's in town, Henry Winkler. <laughs> Good. Um, I love Fonzie. He was my idol when I grew up. Beck. He, I thought he was the coolest man on the planet. The kids listening, are probably who's the Fonzie? He had a he had a comb in his back pocket. He was. Yep. Um, what was the name of the um, the the restaurant? The bar that he used to hang out at. Arnold's. Arnold's. Yeah. The yeah. Diner. yeah. I, I know that you're a big fan because. <laughs> 
When I tune into Seven, I'm like, do you actually talk about any sport or is yeah. it just you and Will flirting with each other? I heard this. Well, the arrival of Fonz, so you're just the second coolest bloke in Adelaide right now. I said the Fonz doll. Do you? I had the Fonz doll. I used to do the little thumbs up when I was a kid. Loved him. <laughs> Beck, the Fonzie doll was brilliant. He had his little leather jacket on and um, and then he used to push a little button on his back and then his hand would come up with the thumb. It was fantastic. Uh, now... Fonzie was uh, in the city yesterday for lunch, dining at Fagazi, a little restaurant in town. Um, he's put on his X or Twitter, whatever you call yeah. it nowadays, mm. food tip, Adelaide, Australia, Fagazi, everything was fantastic. How good. That? Yeah, so that's um, Laura Sherrod from MasterChef's yep. restaurant. It's a great uh, spot. I'd love to know what Fonzie ate. If I anyone know. was in Fagazi for lunch yesterday, can you give us a call, 131060? Um, I want to find out what the Fonz ate. <laughs> um, do you know, last time I was at Fagazi, do you remember me telling you, Greg Norman was in there, and That's I right. did the walk back and forward past Greg Norman's <laughs> table like five times. I even stopped to talk to um, the bloke he was having lunch with, uh, Roger Rashid. Oh, yes. I wasn't yes. dropping a name. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I stopped to chat to him for ages, and I was kind of like jerking my neck going, introduce me to the shark. Because I've seen him walking along the beach with his dog, if you know what I mean. And well, um, no, I you saw him on Instagram and you would not let the shark go. You <laughs> just Roger, wanted to see his driver. And Roger didn't pick up. Well, I think he did. Roger completely ignored me yeah. and didn't introduce me. Good, good call, Roger. <laughs> Laura no, well should have given me a call. I would have been down there in no time. Just walking back and forward past the Fonz going, I would have popped my collar and gone, hey, Fonzie. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. There's no secrets with Automasters Autocam. Real-time video reporting direct from your Automasters technician. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM. Well, we have brought you in our secrets of the suburbs. Some juicy secrets, some funny secrets. There has never been a secret like the one you're going to hear right now. Anonymous from Craigmore, tell us your story. So, um, in the... Some late nineties, um, it was early days of myself and my partner's relationship. Um, he was a bit of a bad boy from interstate, and it, yeah, so we were just sort of at the early days. We didn't know where things would head. Um, he started doing a short course in another town, it's sort of just like a short taste course, and he had to hitchhike there. So um, he'd go out just up the road at the end of town and stick his thumb out and head on out with whoever was going through. Um, so we did that for a few months. Um, it wasn't a really important course. It's nothing that he ended up using in anything at the end of it. And who was picking him up? There were some other guys going through that um, were attending the course. So they picked him up a few times over a couple of months um, and then sort of disappeared and he never saw them again. So what were the names of these people in the car that we're picking up regularly? Mark and his wife, Elizabeth, and their friend, Rob. So how many times did he end up in the car with those three people? So it was a couple of times a week over a couple of months. It was a 10, 15-minute drive. that chat for a little while, got to know each other a little bit. One day, Elizabeth stopped attending the course, but they never mentioned why. And then 
the two guys stopped attending the course. So how did he find the, the three people? What were they like? Um, he said they were just normal blokes. Elizabeth didn't say much. She just sat in the back and let the guys chat, I suppose, being the only girl in the car. Um, didn't really talk about anything of consequence, just the course and a little bit of weed, I would gather. <laughs> that sort of thing, nothing major. Did either of the guys ever say anything um, suspicious or weird to your boyfriend? Nothing that he picked up on. It was just, yeah, very general, light chat, um, just sort of just build the space and time and, yeah, they'd trade stories of primary schools that they went to if they moved around a lot. Did they like your boyfriend? A couple of weeks before he didn't see them again, one of them did sort of shake his hand and go, lucky you're a good bloke. And he yeah. never thought much of it at the time. Just, oh, yeah, that was a bit odd, but okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they offered to sell him a computer at one stage. Come over to one of the, I think it was one of Rob's place they mentioned and have a look at a computer. They had a couple up for sale, apparently. We decided that we didn't want one. We had a computer, so... It wasn't something that we actually needed. After a discussion, we just said, no, thanks. Well, a couple of years after that, we're sitting there watching the news and big news story about some murders and it was, uh, yeah, bodies were found in barrels in a bank and that sort of thing. And my uh, my partner suddenly turns around and says, two of those guys were the ones taking me to my course. They showed the victim's faces and um, Elizabeth was up there and goes, oh, she was in the car too. Oh, my God. You're actually talking about Robert Wagner and Mark Hayden, the Snowtown Killers? Yes. Gee, and Elizabeth was one of the victims, yeah? Yeah. So your boyfriend could quite easily, had he said yes to the computer and been lured to Robert Wagner's home, been one of the victims of the Snowtown killings? Yeah. And if because he was interstate and a bit of a bad boy, early days of our relationship, if he'd disappeared, everybody around me would have just said, He's left you, honey. He's gone back into state. You're never going to see him again. Sorry it ended like that. <laughs> oh, wow. This is just unbelievable. How have you felt about all of this, knowing for, what, the past 20-odd years that those people were so close to your partner? Very surreal. Um, I think it affected my partner a lot. He doesn't like to talk about it at all. Um, we're very much into reading and, like, Australian under underbelly, that sort of thing. And we have a huge selection of those types of books. And he's never read anything from the Snowtown books. He, he doesn't even like to talk about it. <laughs> God, this is just amazing. Given what your partner now knows, did he sort of draw any inferences or start to realise maybe they were a bit quirky or red flags he didn't pick up at the time? Yeah, I mean, like, the comments like, oh, lucky you're a good bloke, <laughs> is another comment that really stuck with him. And what about the fact that Elizabeth was one of the victims and that he had actually sat in a car with her? He, he felt very sad, yeah, having been that close to her for a few weeks at times. It's all just really sad what happened to the victims, but it's still like, yeah, it sits at the back of your mind that, yeah, he was very close to being one of them. After you found out that, you know, these people were, were the ones involved, did it change your partner, do you think? Yeah, we, we were already um, a little bit reserved from, like, opening up our lives to anyone. Um, that definitely 
put more walls up for him. Bit suspicious of people he doesn't know and that sort of thing, and probably always will be. Have you told any of your friends or family this story? Not in full detail, because I don't think any of them quite understand how close he came. <laughs> hmm. How many people actually know that he was in the car with them regularly? Um, everyone in that safe course would have known, because um, they would have arrived together. Yeah, right. So all three of them were participating in the same course as your partner? Yeah. So they didn't finish the course. They just sort of disappeared. And he had to wait for other people to pick him up and take him. So the fact that you had a computer and he didn't go with them to buy one saved his life. Yep, definitely. My life would have been completely different if he'd gone and bought one. Wow. Um, This is just uh, an astounding situation. Um, Obviously, with this news about Mark Hayden being released, does it open everything up again? I mean, are you guys talking about this regularly to try and help each other out? He's not really ready to talk about it yet, I don't think. I mentioned it to him and he was a bit surprised and, yeah, but he hasn't brought it up again, so there's something I'm watching him for, make sure he's okay. Well, Anonymous, I think that is potentially the most explosive chilling secret that we've had so far in our Secrets of the Suburbs. Thank you for sharing it. No worries. (laughs) Got a secret. Beck and Soda. Secrets of the Suburbs. Share your secret at safm.com.au. Yeah, absolute goosebumps. Can you imagine sitting down, watching the news and the Snowtown killings? What a shock it was to the entire population of Australia, let alone Mm. you going, oh, my God, they're my mates from TAFE. Yeah, that is that is amazing. And you know, as we discovered in the last week or so, Mark Hayden um, is getting close to finishing his non-parole period. He got something like twenty-five years, mm-hmm. so he will be free to enter the streets again. And that is just bloody scary. The yeah. computer, the computer. She's like, yeah, no, nah, I'm all good, mate. Don't need a computer. Don't want to come to your house and possibly yep. never leave it. Ooh, wow. Yep. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Magic marks in the house. Magic, magic, magic. Don't sing your own magic. Song. Okay. You're getting carried Sorry. away with yourself. Um, magic mark, the segment where Mark Soderstrom can guess the colour and make of your. Sorry, predict, read, magic. Understand. Understand. Magicize, okay. deduce. Sorry, not guess. No guessing. Um, this is absolutely breaking the internet as to how you do this. We have people messaging us every time you do it with speculation. Um, magic Mark is using Google Earth to locate the driver. This is my favourite. He has a drone in the area and I love this message. It's like, I'm not here to expose anyone. I would never tell anyone if that's how it's done, but please tell me. <laughs> Soda has access to the traffic cameras. Soda accesses the service SA Rego Plate database. Soda has a network of spies across Adelaide. He pre-picks someone and he stalks them for a week leading up to the day. These are some of the messages and speculation we are getting. Are any of these true? Um, do any say he's magic? <laughs> None say he's genuinely None. magic. Bloody hell. Righto, here we go. Um, who have we got? Katie from Ranella. Morning, Katie. Good morning. How are we? Uh, very well. What about yourself? Good, thank you. All right. Now, Katie, can we just establish, do we know each other? No, we don't. We've never met? Never. Okay, you satisfied with that, Beck? Have you noticed uh, any strange cars trailing you over the past week, Katie? Um, no, not 
Not that I know of. Okay. Right, can you hear a drone above your head? Uh, no. Righto. Um, Katie, let's, one. let's get into this, right? I've got three questions for you. Can I just ask, whereabouts are you now? What suburb? Pasadena. You sh- are you, ooh, okay, up sort of near Shepherd's Hill Drive Road or whatever it's called up there? Um, near the big food place there, the big shopping centre, Pasadena? Yeah, kind of, a little bit um, down in one of the side streets. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see. Um, can I ask, Katie, are you stationary at the moment? Yes. Righto. Um, Katie, let me just ask first up, uh, were you a fan of Happy Days? Because we know the Fonz is in town at the moment. Yes, I was. Right, who was your favourite character? Fonz. It was the Fonz, yeah, I'm like you. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. <laughs> Establish that you are a Henry Winkler Fonzie fan. Um, can yeah. I ask, just on average, how many uh, hours sleep do you get a night? Oh, probably five or six. Oh, oh really? Yes. What, is that because of work, because of kids, a bit of stress? Work, kids, exercise. Right. Trying to yeah. cram everything in one day. Just getting the juggle right, the balance right. Mm. So five mm-hmm. to six. God, when's the last time you had a good sort of eight to ten? Oh, probably uh, during the Christmas break. I probably um, slept most of the day on a Sunday. <laughs> right. Okay. You're in need of a little kip, my friend. Um, now, yeah. if you go into a sushi restaurant, what would be your order of choice? What you go to? Uh, the um, vegetarian. Sushi like cucumber and avocado. All right, cucumber, avocado. So pretty straightforward and yeah. simple. Nothing ridiculously over the top or anything extravagant. No. Hmm. Katie, I think I've got enough. I think I've got enough information from you. Um, yeah, I think I have. Um, oh, actually, one more. One thing I just need to establish. You said you sleep five or six hours. Do you wake by an alarm or do you wake yourself naturally? Uh, by an alarm. Yeah, of course you do. Okay, that's exactly what I need. Right, so I'm going to say straight away, I, I just need to check one thing that I'm a little unclear about. Can I just check, and, and this is not like just having a stab guess, but your car, it's not like a dark, deep blue, is it? No. Right. But it's dark. Is, is it a darkish colour? Yes. It's not black, is it? Definitely not. Is it... <sighs> Is it like a? It's like is it uh, like a grey, like a dark sort of deep grey uh, colour? Yes, definitely. Right. How the hell? Right. No, no, no. It's just, oh my I, god. I knew it was dark, but for some reason I was sort of thinking blue, and I'm thinking no, I'm gonna need to sort this out. Right. So it's a dark grey car. Um, yes. Well, I'll tell you also too. I don't think it's it's an overly big car, so it's a bit more compact. But you're a practical person, so I'm gonna say. It's not a RAV4. It's. I reckon you're in a dark grey Honda CRV. Yes. Unbelievable. How the hell did you guess that? Oh, there's no guessing, Katie. No guessing at all. <laughs> How did you do that? Unbelievable. Hey, Katie, you have a wonderful day. Drive safely, and we're going to send you a great prize for getting on board oh, with Magic thank Mark. Thank you. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Well done, Katie. Magic Mark strikes again. There you go. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.